Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN in St. Louis. The championship game of the NCAA tournament tonight. Baylor taking on Gonzaga, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Westwood One studio host Doug Gottlieb, also the host of uh, the Gottlieb Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, joins us. Doug, first of all, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. How's everything going? Everything's great. Everything's great. Ready for a championship Monday. I mean, still kind of on the high of what, what happened Saturday in college basketball. It's, it's pretty special stuff. Well, let's start there the, then. The, the overtime, the Suggs shot to win it, and it's one of the, I believe, one of the best NCAA games ever from your view, from all the NCAA action you've seen. Uh, how did you think it stacked up? Uh, it's pretty pretty amazing, you know. I mean, I like, we're all prone to hyperbole and the recency bias. It's like, you know, you go back to two years ago, last time we had a tournament, we forget <laughs> that uh, Auburn thought they beat Virginia at the end of the semifinal, only there was a foul with no time remaining really on the clock, and Virginia makes two free throws and wins the game. And then, you know, the national championship game between Virginia and Texas Tech goes into overtime. So we've, you know, Villanova and North Carolina, like we, we've had some unbelievable games. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of them, you know. And, and I think... And I think, in all honesty, it's um, it's because of the peculiarity of the roles reversed, right? Like you have UCLA that has more titles than anybody, but in this particular year, they're an underdog or a Cinderella. Right? We, we do we've, we've morphed underdog and Cinderella into the same thing. They're not, but and they're taking on you know Gonzaga, who used to be the Cinderella and the underdog, and now they're the now they're they're the Goliath, if you will. So it was a, a very kind of curious. If you were cryogenically frozen like 30 years ago and you woke up Saturday and you're like, UCLA's playing Gonzaga, why is this a big thing that UCLA's, why is UCLA beating them by 40? You know, that, that's what you think. Right. Yeah, you'd wake up and say, why is UCLA an 11 seed? What happened? <laughs> totally. All right, totally. Doug, well, we have a national championship game tonight. Who do you like, Baylor or Gonzaga? I, I've been on Gonzaga all year. I just, the depth of weaponry they have. and um, But Baylor's really good. You know, I the the one team that can kind of match him, shot maker for shot maker, that can go big and small as well as and has age and experience is is Baylor. Um, I think Gonzaga's just a little bit better. Uh, I think Baylor's better on defense, and Gonzaga's a little bit lot. I think substantially better at times on offense. But you know, and I and anybody's made that mistake. Hey, defense wins championships is a cliche, but it's a cliche because it it has been true. But I take it. I think it'll really be an entertaining game. Um, be interesting to see how many people watch because it's not traditional names. There's no fans, and you know, 
But uh, I think it'll be a better watch than a lot of the big-name national championship games we've had. And one of the cool things about this, you mentioned Cinderella's earlier. These are probably the two best teams in college basketball. Wouldn't you think from day one to now, those yes. are 1-2? Are yes. Yes. Not close. I mean, they, they were supposed to play in December, and they had COVID postponements, whatever. But, I mean, this has been – these are the teams that, you know. I mean, you throw – I would throw Illinois in there. Uh, they were one seed for a reason. You know, Michigan, after they lost, Michigan lost their starting power forward. You know, and before the Big Ten tournament, they, they weren't really the same. But I would throw those two, and then maybe an Illinois as like the three best teams. You know, but uh, the, the difference I think in Gonzaga, Baylor, and Illinois, I do think the. You know, the, there's just a greater depth of guards and perimeter players, but more than anything, they can play both ways, right? Meaning you, they can play small ball or they can play big, whereas Illinois, they, they never really sold out on the idea of being able to play small. I do think they had one of those lineups in them. Doug, I went to Illinois. We cover Illinois here. How surprised were you that way? I know. Uh, come on, Doug. How I know. I kind of I led you there. I, I was leading the way. Thank wind. you, Doug. I appreciate that setup. That's why you're such yeah. a pro. Um, how surprised were you that Illinois fell when they did in the tournament? I mean, I was really surprised. I was surprised um, just because like, the style, style of defense that Loyola Chicago played um, – you do see that in the Big Ten. They're just that, that team is really committed to it, and I just I you know Illinois just they didn't adjust at all. I mean I I was I was really surprised. You know basically if you watched and this is a little probably too X and LA, but if you watched Saturday, so Houston plays kind of similar style, not maybe different personnel obviously than Little Chicago, but the idea is in college basketball when you put a high ball screen. And the team guarding it puts two guys to guard whoever comes off, and then they put, you know, a weak side defender, what's called plugging, in the middle of the lane. There's like a there's a couple different options, but basically you have to get the ball from that side of the court to the opposite side corner. It's wide open, but it takes a little bit of discipline, a little bit of practice, a little bit of preparation. Baylor got three after three in the first half, like wide open, and Illinois literally never made that pass, and it was there, and they were. So I don't know if it wasn't drilled. I don't know, but I was really I was surprised not just that they got beat because Chicago is really good and they're very well coached, but it was that there was there was like a notable flaw to how they were trying to attack the, uh, the Louis Chicago defense, and they kept making the same mistake over and over again. That was the confounding part. We should just sit in Illinois agony, and then I should ask you about North Carolina, Doug, with Roy Williams leaving, announcing that he's retiring. In your opinion, is there an obvious successor for Roy Williams at North Carolina? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I just, Hubert Davis, I work with at ESPN, and I know him really well. He's one of those guys, he's like, he's one of those people that everybody beats. It's like, that's, he's a better human being than I am. <laughs> he's just a, <laughs> I like a legit, really good, nice, grounded, like grown-up Christian man. And you're like, wow, that's a. So that's where I go. Like, yeah, I don't really know if that's what you want replacing Roy Williams. Like, that's the big thing that we just we just don't know if you know. I'm nobody's really. I'm not that close with Hubert. I mean, if he wants the job, he should get the job. Um, you know, the knock would be that Hubert's not one of these guys that uh, he's not a rah rah go get him salesman in terms of recruiting. And that was what Roy Williams was. So 
I think it'd be Hubert and then the other, if you're going to keep it in the kind of Carolina family, Wes Miller um, is a, he, he went there as a walk-on transferred there as a walk-on and became a scholarship player. was a good guard. He's the head coach of UNC Greensboro and he's in his I think, late thirties and he's done a great job. I went to the tournament this year. I mean, those are the two obvious picks. And I might think Hubert has right to first refusal, and that's West. It's a big job, but I mean, you know, both those guys are quick for it. Hey, Doug, we know Porter Moser here in St. Louis. He was an assistant to Rick Majerus, and obviously we've seen him in the Valley. Now he moves on to Oklahoma. How do you think Porter Moser will do in the Big 12? I think he'll do well. I mean, he's a tremendous coach. And uh, obviously in the Valley, it didn't work out at Illinois State, but. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of time and, and circumstance. If you remember how good the league was back in the United States, it was pretty amazing, actually. So I, I think he'll do well. You know, like there's no secret to it. You got to get good players. I think his style will work. And as much as the Big 12 is a very good league, um, you know, TCU's down, Iowa State's down, K State, they think they'll be good next year, but they were terrible this year. So there are some wins that you can get right away. And and here's like look, I'm an Oklahoma State guy, obviously. But mm-hmm. what's amazing about about Oklahoma is like they've had every almost every, everyone there really has had success. I mean, John McLeod, I, I played for Notre Dame. He he went from Oklahoma to the NBA. And they have Billy Tubbs who took him to a Final Four. Um, you know, Kelvin had great success there, went to a Final Four. And Jeff Capel they went to Elite Eight, but they were number one in the country with Blake Griffin. It, it fell apart because he recruited players that were super talented, but they were pains in the you-know-whats. And then, uh, obviously, they had Lon Kruger who took him to a Final Four. And so I, I, I think he's a a better defensive version of Lon Kruger in terms of his ability to get along with people. Like That's that the great thing about Lon. Just everybody liked him. It's just easy. And, you know, that, at that place especially, like, Football, that's what everybody worries about. Just be easy, win games, don't be terrible. He'll be he'll be great there. Hey Doug, before we let you go, when the game starts tonight, what are you looking for and what do you think the difference will be in tonight's game? Um well um as like I'm looking I'm I'm a little concerned about the line, but you know, if I go to betrivers.com, I would to me I like uh, I I'm a Gonzaga and the over. I think this is the pace of this thing is going to be fun. Um, both teams have shot makers. Like it's one of those things where sometimes you watch college basketball, like, can anybody make a basket? And if you guys remember, I don't know um, if you guys are around back in the – we're talking about this like it's the 05 Final Four, which is right down the street at the at the Dome in St. Louis, right, where it's right. Illinois against Carolina, two best teams. If you remember that game, Illinois took, I think, 43s. Like, there was some big-time shot-making in that game. I think that's what we have here. Uh, I'm interested in, you know, what happens when Gonzaga goes to their bench. It's not as strong as Baylor's bench. Um, I'm interested in how Gonzaga uh, plays when Baylor goes small. But I think that the early thing to look for is kind of pace of play, and then, you know, in the middle of the first half and the middle of the second half, Gonzaga played 45 minutes of a war you know, basically a night ago. And I know that you're sitting at home, you're like, or you're in your car, and you're like, okay, so you're fine. You're 20 years old. You're rested to play. But there is a fatigue factor with the emotion of winning in the last second shot, going through all this stuff. So I, I just, 
I do because Baylor looks like they're getting better and better. And Gonzaga's defense was not particularly great the other night. Just keep an eye on you know, Baylor doesn't want to r- try and run away because Gonzaga has these big, almost like warrior runs. I'm I'm rambling in a way of saying I think it's going to be a great game. I think Gonzaga's going to win, but I have no sort of super conviction. Like uh, I would I would bet my salary on. It. All right, Doug Gottlieb, great to have you with us on the show. We love your work. Thanks so much for taking the time. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll be tuned in. Anytime, guys. See you later. Doug Gottlieb of Westwood One has a show on Fox Sports Radio. Joining us here on Carriker and Smallman. And by the way, you can follow him on Twitter at Gottlieb Show. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.